Hello and welcome to A Marvelous Podcast. I am one of your hosts today, Nick Johnston. I'm Jonah Cecil. I'm Noah Cecil. And I'm Grace Johnston. And we're uh, back from sabbatical on uh, Marvel end of things. We are going to be talking about Miss Marvel episode 3 and 4, catching up from our uh, Kenobi-ness that we've been doing recently. So, thoughts on episode three, Grace? We found out a lot of information about um, Kamala's past, or at least a little bit of information about Kamala's past, who she is, um, and where the rest of the series is projected to go. So I'm excited to talk about that. I learned that there's a difference between the language Hindi and the religion Hindu tonight, <laughs> just from a subtitle. Um, yeah, I picked up on the same thing. We got a little bit more story on Kamala. We got backstory on the bangle, and also found out that there is a second one. Whoa. Go on. Is it not supposed to say that? No, um, you're good. Am I being too quiet? A little bit. Okay. Uh, so it's not the first time we've had a like a another dimension to speak of. It sounds like there's multiple dimensions. A Doctor Strange mom. <laughs> Multiverse does it, Doesn't that sound like a... Uh, Doctor Strange mom? Yeah, it sounds like a... Um, what is that? Austin Powers or a 007... What is 007 called? What is 007 called? James, James Bond. Bond. Yeah. It sounds like a James Bond movie. <laughs> What Doctor is, what is 007? Twenty three nineteen. Right wire, green wire. No, that was Mission Impossible. Never mind. Right or wrong? The red wire, green wire thing. I don't know. They use that in the Eminem commercial, I think. No. The rapper? No. Or the candy? The candy. The, candy. the one where they get kidnapped. Yeah, they play in like every you single movie these theater. Days. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so um, since I wasn't here for the last episode, I did have like um, predictions slash questions um, from go or for going into episode three. Um, there is like a v- woman in the vision. You know, we had the train in episode three, and then in the previous episode, we had the there was a woman in vision, and uh, I w- was wondering if that was Kamran's mom or if that was Kamala's great-grandmother. And in episode three, we find out that it is probably, most likely, Kamala's great-grandmother, which we kind of get an eye into um, that through the flashback where they find the bangle on the uh, severed blue arm. Correct. Uh, yeah, I was wondering if that was just supposed, like, if the arm was blue for a reason, like it started out blue, or... Yeah, I wonder if the other blue creatures that we see in the Marvel Universe, there's Yandu, there is... The Kree? The Kree are green, aren't they? Or am I thinking of the other... Those are scrolls. Oh, the scrolls, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. What about the people on Thor? Uh, oh, the frost giants. Yeah, frost, frost giants, and um, in the what is it that I'm trying to think of? Oh, James Cameron's Avatar. 
The Navi. Yes. The Navi, yeah. That, and also in the TV series, the Marvel TV series Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, Agent Coulson comes back to life using the blood from the first Avengers movie, those aliens Ch- that attacked. Chitari? Yeah, I thought those Chitari. were Kree as well, but yeah. Well... Do they use the Chitari or do they use the Kree? No, it's oh, well. Because the Chitari are the ones that attacked in the first Avengers with Loki. I assume it was the Chitari blood because that series comes out shortly after the attack on the Avengers. How do you spell that? Chitari. Yeah. C H I T A U R I, I believe. I don't know. I can't spell. Okay. Continue. Sorry. Um. So on that side of things. Uh, it stinks having missed that one episode because after I'd only helped out on the first episode of Miss Marvel and there's been a lot of things that have happened since then and so Grace can attest that I have had this stuff written down since the first episode um, on like where the bands come from and that sort of thing so I have a couple things like uh, possible relation to the uh, Shang-Chi Legend of the Ten Rings bracelets. Those are also cosmic of unknown origin. They have similar um, glowing purple color when they light up to be used. Uh, I just feel like these are power bracelets that are... It's like Kamala Khan and the Legend of the One Bracelet instead of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And it's kind of supported um, in that flashback scene because you see ten circles on the temple floor there. Yep, the ten ring symbol. Yeah. Um, I thought it was super cool that the name of the high school sports team is called the Bangles. And Bangles bracelets. Yeah. That's what they call the bracelets. Yeah, the bra- bracelets are that you can call them bracers, bangles, bands, and bang or yes, bracelets, bracers, bands, bangles, so many different things. Um, the, oh, the, the the bad guys in the series. Since there's two sets of bad guys, there's like the uh, the not the jinn, but the send. Not the centaur. Send the clandestines. Clandestines. The clandestines and the DODC, which is the Department of Damage Control. Now, we see them in both Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home. And they clean up all the tech. Like, that's the reason why Vulture had uh, the technology that he had. He was stealing from the Department of Damage Control. Uh-huh. Um, which at the time we thought were good guys, and it looks like that they're possibly bad guys. Like they're treating all people with powers as potential threats. So there's that. But the drone that we see in episode two, I want to say, yeah, of Miss Marvel, um, is the same drones from Spider-Man: Far From Home that. Spider-Man controls with the Edith glasses, so I thought that that was cool because it's always good to see uh, con- connection among uh, among the MCU. So you've still talking about the bangles, bracelets, whatever, but you've used the word bands a couple times. The only reason I have to point that out 
is because it made me keep thinking of the band name on there. Did you see that the band's name was Brown Jovi at the wedding? Yes. Like, oh. <laughs> that was... Oh. They did, but it was like, they did uh, weddings... Bar mitzvahs, quinceañeras. All of the things. It's a cringy uh, name. Yeah. So... But funny. Back to that <laughs> flashback. Um, they are told... Uh, the clandestines are told that they need two, two of the bands, two of the Bengals. Um, we don't know what they need them for yet at this point. Um, uh, in the next episode, episode four, we find out a little bit um, why you need two of them. I think you would need two of them to, you know, unlock the, or tear down the veil as they said, of the Nor Nor World, Nor Dimension, whatever. Norway. Nor Wall. <laughs> Nor World kind of sounds like it'd be like a like a Norwegian store. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it'd be. It's more more Thor related than <laughs> Nor World. Nor World swimming in the ocean, <laughs> causing a commotion. Um. So, on. so they had said briefly in episode three that Nor means light. Mm-hmm. So, here's the thing, is Doctor Strange, I put this together, Doctor Strange has the dark dimension, they call it the Nor dimension, which means light, so there's a light dimension and a dark dimension, so it's like the antithesis of uh, Dormammu's uh, dimension. Mm -hmm. So if everybody draws power from the, if the bad guys draw power from the dark dimension and Dormammu... Is there, like, the Dormammu equivalent in the nor the light dimension? Like, is there a... I don't want to say, Nor-mamu. like, a god of light. <laughs> Normammu. So do you think that the, uh, the one in credit scene in the new Doctor Strange movie kind of will tear, t- tear uh, tie into this? Because, like... But she she says something about Charlie's throne. Yes, we're talking Charlie's about. throne takes him takes Doctor Strange into that dimension. So maybe like the dark dark dimension and the light dimension have to do a battle or something. I don't know. I have written right here. Uh, I said Miss Marvel in DS three in Doctor Strange three. So that's a good connection. I had the same thought of like maybe. Doctor Strange 3 will have something to do with the light dimension as well. So, what you got, Jonah, for anything having to do with... For a lot of that conversation, I was really worried every time that I was eating my Mountain Dew French vanilla ice cream float that I was eating potato salad on accident because the color was atrocious. (laughs) I kept looking down and I'm like, it's potato salad. No, it's not. I know it's not. But then like the ice cubes kept floating up. I'm like, it's a chunk of potato. (laughs) (laughs) Did I I accidentally put potato salad in my float? (laughs) No potato salad time. (laughs) So when they um... (laughs) When we find out that they are Jin, the first thing that popped into my head that I know Jin from is Supernatural. Um, and in Supernatural, the Jin take over, they, they put their host into like a dream state and they do like a 
dream box sort of thing. The only gin I know is Qui-Gon Jinn from episode one <laughs> of Star Wars. And a gin and tonic. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Back of the barn. They're cows. They gotta get their graze on. They're gonna be cows outside. <laughs> um, These kids are hopped up on Jolly Ranchers and Pixie Sticks. <laughs> Where have I heard that from? Back at the barnyard. <laughs> oh, back at the barnyard. Okay. Whatever. I, I was I, I was like, I thought you were doing the voice from, uh... Yup. What is that? That's from back in the barnyard. No, I oh. mean, the country bears. I thought you were doing country bears. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's the difference between... That yeah, there's yeah. a sign. <laughs> um, so... The I did not see so I have like I had all kinds of theories just from like moderate comic knowledge like I think I mentioned Quasar the last episode I was on to some degree. Um, What's Quasar? Quasar's the like Marvel's version of Green Lantern, and he has bands that have the same powers that we've seen having to do with Miss Marvel. So that was my big thing is like. I thought that they were um, from a different planet, not a different dimension. So, like, that threw me off. And the whole genie thing, 100% out of left field. Like, I didn't see another... Like I said, I thought it was more of, like, a cosmic thing than a dimension thing. Like, I have this whole... So Aladdin is canon. Well... Yeah, yeah, it's Disney. (laughs) Okay, so as you're talking about Aladdin and genies and... Never seen that. Bengals? <laughs> no, seriously. Um, <laughs> genie, at least from the Aladdin adaptation that we have, the Disney animated one, uh, is blue. And could it have been that, you know, it was just one of the, the blue what, genies? One of his arms? One of his <laughs> arms... And he's taking off, you know, because when when the genie is released, his bangles fall off. Oh, but man. it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> look like, you know, these bangles are um, like handcuffs because in in Aladdin, it's more like those bangles are handcuffs. Oh my goodness! You just cracked the case because here's what here's how this works. We've got genies that have blue skin wearing two bangles. And what does he say? He says, phenomenal cosmic power in living space. So cosmic power has been the whole source of her powers. Like they always, she's been saying, ooh, it feels cosmic. And, you know, it's all got, got all these cosmic properties. So we've got a lot of things lining up for <laughs> Aladdin so episode meant, oh, four. I meant so that we can as a straight up. To see a crossover. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I meant that as a straight up joke, <laughs> but your guys' depth and knowledge of Aladdin itself that I do not have because, like I said, haven't seen it. It's one you of mean the best you didn't watch it at nap time every single day to help you fall asleep? I just remember a lot of times when I would do nap time, I would pee on accident. <laughs> I have to walk over to my mom, hand her a transformer that my dad had bought me. So that way, it was basically an accountability thing. Like, if I peed, I had to go hand my toy over and I wasn't allowed to play with it for the rest of the day. (laughs) 
and I love that toy. That thing was my best friend, and I just had to keep handing it over the all little, the time. Like, blue, red, purple, and green one? No, that was from Grandma. Okay. I know. I still have that one. No, this one was, uh, Dad, it was like a... I'm not kidding, it was like a $5 one from Rite Aid. Like, <laughs> but I love that thing. And Let me just pick up this toy from the gas station. He got sick and tired of me not listening to them while I was being potty trained. Which I understand, but I was also like three. I was just about to say, man, you beat me too. I was going to say, to reiterate for the listeners, this wasn't he, was th- he was 13 <laughs> at the time. So like, don't judge him for wetting himself. We've all been there. I probably did wet myself at like 13 again at some point, I'm sure. Okay, we don't need to talk about puberty. No. Nobody, you did that. Your body is changing. <laughs> I just know if you're not 100% you're awake and in real life, don't try to go. Noah <laughs> used to chase me around the yard until I peed my pants. That was his goal. Oh, that's a weird. You gotta have goals in life, I guess, but. He would chase me down. That's the important like, part. We had like a two-acre yard, and he would chase me. He would run me down. <laughs> I would be so scared. <laughs> so those are some of my fondest memories, though. Of peeing yourself? It was hilarious. <laughs> Noah was <laughs> just run across the whole yard at me. We can laugh about it now. <laughs> like I mean, he's like at this point, he's like seven, and I'm four. I don't know. It was funny. Different if it was like the 13 year old scenario, I understand. But we. Rabbit trail. Anyway, continue. It happens. Um, so. In episode three, Bruno. We haven't seen Bruno in a minute. Her her friend's own friend. Uh, yeah, in episode three, he was kind of a jerk. Whitey. I mean. I mean, to be fair, she was kind of a jerk first. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's not warranted, but it's not normally part of his personality or his. Like the you know the character that he's playing that like exists in just about everything ever. Yeah, the support. They're normally not a jerk. Yeah. What did he do that was jerky again? He was just snippy. I don't know. I mean, he is. He's trying to decide if he wants to, um, you know, go to what is it, Caltech? Yeah. Or if he wants to stay and support, or stay around with Kamala. So, like, he's he's got a lot on his plate. I mean, not quite as much as Kamala, but um, he's got a little bit on his plate. And it's really rough because you want to... You want the person that you are trying to stay for to give you reasons for that, but, like, in the first episode, she, like... Forgets his gloves that he special made her, which probably took hours and hours, or probably days, and never goes back for him. We never see them again. And then she starts hitting on some random dude that she just met when he's been her best friend forever. It's that classic friend zone thing. Yeah. And then she doesn't know about the whole Caltech thing, but it's just irritating like that's his one reason for staying and that one reason isn't a good reason because they're not doing a good job at being a reason yeah and kamala she is she is trying to figure out these powers and she is being a little bit um distant herself like her best friend won the seat on the board at their at the whatever 
Got the mask. Yes. And, like, the best friend is telling her, and Kamala's just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Wait, are you telling me that you got the seat on the board? And she's like, I don't know. She just is very um, spacey, you know. like Kevin Spacey. Spacing out. We don't talk about him. <laughs> we, no, we don't talk about him. Footloose, right? Kevin. Ah. Ah. <laughs> she doesn't mean it. She doesn't mean it. I know it. that that's Kevin Bacon. It's okay. <sighs> Be still my heavy heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Yoda could sense all the Jedi were getting massacred. Like, oh. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if it was a. a like in Muslim culture about the the wedding scene where they ask three times do you want to get married? I thought that that was hilarious like that's something that we should do in in our I made that co- joke to Shy. I'm like they didn't give me three chances to back out that's what I was going to say is it like <laughs> are you sure you want to get married? so I do have a little bit of insight into this so I grew up in Pakistan. <laughs> no. Islam. Part of my uh, upbringing was in an Eastern Orthodox church. And How far east? <laughs> like Greek. Pretty far. Um, <laughs> not metal. But like part of their profession of face. Fa- face. Profession. <laughs> I have one. <laughs> Look here. Sorry, Grace. Part of their profession of faith service um they say have you united yourself to christ and then the person responds i have united myself to christ and they do that three times Mm. and so i thought it was really cool that that was like i wonder if that is pulled from like is this a chicken and egg situation like did they pull it from the christians or did the christians pull it from them well that's a sweet connection of the asking asking three times um, the Bruno just tying other things. I like the small parts we get to tie back to the greater MCU. Um, we did have a uh, Kingo Senior reference, which is in regards to uh, Kumal Nanjiani's uh, character from Eternals. No, you guys haven't seen it. It doesn't really spoil anything. Um, but Kingo is is his name. And Kingo was his name. (laughs) And um, to clarify that, or to further that, um, he kind of will, since he's eternal, one of the eternals, he will, like, do all these movies and then, like, take a break and then say, oh, yeah, this is my grandson, Kingo Jr. And And it's him every time. It's just him every time. So it's not that... Um, I think the scene that you're referring to is where uh, she's saying something like, "Yeah, my mom has still has a crush on Kingo Sen- on Kingo Junior. I don't know who Kingo Senior. Kingo yeah. Senior, and she's like, I have a crush on Kingo Junior, and it's just funny because it's all it's the, the same, same guy. Same guy. Um. So could anybody here have all this stuff that she's got? going on in her life, constantly being asked, you know, hey, would you just tell us what's going on? Could you really go this long without ever letting a peep of it out? 
no, especially not at 15. I would be so psyched to have superpower. Like, this was something I used to wish on the first star every time to get superpowers. I used to have dreams constantly, and still kind of do sometimes, about having superpowers. I can attest to that. And, um, also, as silly as it sounds, when I was younger, I used to pray to get superpowers. I was like, I'll, I'll only use them for good and all this stuff. So... All I'm picturing is just from Forrest Gump when they're just in the field when the drunk dad's like chasing after Jenny. It's like, Lord, make me a bird so I can fly far, far away from here. <laughs> me and Hannah both laugh at that every single time. And it's not even a funny part. We just don't know how to react like normal people when we watch it. Um, continue, sorry. Oh, no, I was just, I was just saying I wouldn't have a... I probably wouldn't have a secret identity like if I had... Spider-Man's powers, let's say. Like, I'd be letting all of my friends and family know at the very least. Nick and Fury. Then, yeah. <laughs> Nick Furry. Furry Nick. It's, it's just me in a furry outfit. <laughs> the squirrel outfit. Um, I would rather not. So. Oh! Um, back, back to the tiny things to the greater MCU. Bruno had said something about um... Oh, I'll go check one of uh, Eric Selvig's uh, books or papers that he's done on dimensions. And Eric Selvig was the the one of the scientists from Thor, and he was the scientist in Avengers that gets taken over by Loki to make that portal. Yeah, he's the main main male apart from Thor <laughs> in the Thor main scientist, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, the old guy that goes crazy and he's like gotcha. wandering around naked somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. He has a whole story arc for some reason. <laughs> um But anyway, that was just a cool little Oh, uh Grace pointed out in the Bollywood uh wedding reception um for her for his, for uh Kamala's brother that one of the kids that was dancing was in the Hulk outfit that the the parents made. For Kamala, like the 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 Hulk Junior costume. Yeah, I forgot what the name of it was. It was like cheat. I I don't know. I'm gonna butcher it. So anyway, um, so that was hilarious because I didn't notice it. And then the clandestines had to crash the wedding party. Uh, did you want to take the Jurassic Park scene? Well. There's not much more to it. But when uh, Kamala's in the kitchen, hiding from the clandestines, it reminded me of when the two little kids are hiding from the raptors in the kitchen in Jurassic Park. Never seen it. For reals? I've never seen any of the original ones. I've seen Jurassic World in theaters. You just skipped all the way to Jurassic World. Okay. It's kind of like what I did with Infinity War. I'm not going to lie. I'm really bad about that. <laughs> when I went and got, saw Iron Man 3, but not 1 or 2. Oh, the worst <laughs> Iron Man movie. BS. <laughs> so, also in that the scene... Mandarin? Sorry. Also in that scene, um, Kamala gets hit, and it's it reminded me of um, Black Panther's... Uh, suit that stores the kinetic energy and then like pushes it out to be used later. Um, so it, when she was hit, she then used that 
energy she stored it up and used it to fight back somehow hmm. so the witcher is canon with this as well because you can have that ability in the witcher never seen it yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Or played it? Or played it. Just borrow my Xbox stuff. <laughs> the email is... No, I'm just kidding. So do you guys know the... It's from Scott Pilgrim. Uh, can you do a thingy on that rail? On that, can you do a grindy thingy? Oh, yeah, that's right. No, you. that's that's how it goes. It's can you do a thingy it's on that rail? bro. Yeah. <laughs> okay, can you do a grindy thingy on that rail over there? Hey, it's like fan. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, that's Captain America. Yeah. Slash Human Torch, so it, it connects to the to I, thought you, I thought you were going to tell me the guy that hands Cap, or Chris Evans the skateboard is Captain America. I'm like, no. No, no that's Macaulay Culkin's brother. Really? Yeah, for real. Fun fact. Fun fact. No way. Yeah. Even though he looks like Sam Raimi's brother, he's Macaulay Culkin's brother. Yeah. That's going to change it every time I don't watch that movie again because I don't own it, but <laughs> oh, I'd like to. So the female evil ex from Scott Pilgrim has, like, a belt that does the same thing that that one clandestine... The belt hmm. sword thing? The belt sword thing. That's an actual Indian weapon. Is it? Way. Yeah. They used to have, like, sword whips. Yeah. They got real, they were deadly with them. I mean, like, we see it in Raya and the Last Dragon as well. Uh, I, yeah, I played Soul Calibur, okay? <laughs> like, there's there's my video game reference. Did you get that one? never seen that. Dang it! <laughs> no, I played... Which, Soul Calibur the Yoda girl. and Darth Vader in it, or...? Yeah, one of them did. Okay. The cool thing about Soul Calibur is that each uh, system had its own special character, so, like... It's the same thing with Mortal Kombat. Like, they've had Freddy Krueger as the special character or Jason or whatever. But Yoda was the one for... When you say Jason, Yoda. I don't know why it didn't Momoa. auto... No, it didn't auto-fill to Momoa. It didn't auto-fill to Voorhees. It auto-fill to Jason Aldean for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening he to just... country like all day at work today. I'm like, oh, now all I'm picturing is just Jason Aldean standing there. His weapon is an acoustic guitar. <laughs> His special move, break your brakes, go out, run and down. That wasn't... Is that one not Jason Aldean? That's not Jason Aldean. Oh, dang it. So, to tie up the end of <laughs> episode three, um, all of the clandestines get arrested by the DODC, but not Kamala. Um, and when... Uh, Kamala gets grabbed by what's her name? By Kamran's mom, Nama. Um, they see the train. And we find out later that the, the grandma sees the train at the same time and is like, hey, you need to come to Karachi. And that brings us to episode four. Right on. But also I wanted to know who else saw the train. Was it anyone who has worn the bracelets in the past that has seen the train? Anyone who has those same powers that saw the train? Um, or was it just just the three of them that saw the train? Because I know that... Who's the third one? Well, Kamala saw it, Nani, the grandma saw it, and um, Kamran's mom. Oh, okay. So it seems like everybody that's worn the bracelets then... Yeah. Right? Yeah, is it the bracelets or the fact that they're gin, though? Like, that's what I would 
Yeah, or, or so that's what I'm wondering. Is it is it anyone that is a jinn saw it, or is it? Well, is Kamran's mom a clandestine or a jinn? It's all the same thing. So, but, like, jinn is like the umbrella. The phylum. Category. There's like a, a phylum <laughs> yeah. and a genus and a species. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I th I want to say that. But I don't know this for, sh for sure at all. But the red daggers are maybe also like. Or maybe not. I think that they're just like ninjas. Like straight up regular people ninjas. They might be ninjas, but then he. The, the guy at the train station that was fighting Kamala, he said something about, I sensed that you are here. So that makes me think that they have some oh. sort of. Like supernatural things as well. Slightly skipping into episode four a little bit. Um, we're doing these back to back, so uh, yeah, I it sucks not having any. She's such a new character in comics. I don't know anything minus her backstory, and ha most of this has nothing to do with her backstory in the comics. So, like. That I'm not very helpful in the whole because the red dagger is from the comics mm -hmm. and I only know like what he looked like in the comics like I have no other um, information on him personally so anywho anybody else have anything to say lastly on episode 3 before we move on uh, no no I do not Alright, so on to episode four. Correct. Right on. I'm going to start right off by saying I don't have much for notes on this one. It's not because there wasn't a lot, it's because things were happening really fast and I kept just getting sucked into what I was watching and forgetting to take notes. Yeah, I... With all the chase scenes and stuff. I do have to say that when Nick and I watched episode three, um, we did hit pause a lot so that we could take notes in between, you know, where we needed to take notes. Um, so yeah. Going into episode four, um, we find out from the grandma that the train is important, the train from the vision is important, um, but she's there to find out why. When we get to, when she gets to uh, Karachi, um, and she goes and hangs out with her cousins. I kind of thought that it was, like, super, I don't know, that the cousins just sort of, like, ditch her. She's like, I want to go see the train station. And they're like, um, we're going to go do something else. Have fun in the city that you've never been to before. Bye. And so she has to ask a stranger for directions to the train station. And he's like, take a left and a left. And a right. No, it was one more left. Oh, one more left. And a right. And... A little right. A little <laughs> right. <laughs> and she still makes it there somehow. What That's got to be one of the powers of the Bengals. No, What she... does it mean by a little right? Just Not it. That like was a horrible right. I didn't mean to say it like he was it. I mean, like, what does that mean? I don't know. Like, a slight right? Like, um... When when we're uh, using r maps, Safari maps or whatever, it'll say like slight right, and it's like a forty-five instead of a ninety, 90 
Right. Yeah, when we were driving through Grand Rapids, there's this one, what was it, a five-way stop? <laughs> and I was like, how do you how do you do a yeah, five-way stop? It was pretty gross. There was five people in the middle of the road. <laughs> it was hard to watch. I think I would do just fine. <laughs> well, that's not me trying to be arrogant. It's just like, usually I just I look at other people's eyes and then I kind of see what they're going to do and then, then I decide what I'm going to do based off of that. It's probably easier depending on where you are at in the situation because five's an odd number. So it's like, if you're an end cap, then whatever. You only got like a couple options there. But anyway... Um, well, I'll talk about driving, obviously. So, anyway. Uh, so, the slight right thing made me think about light bright, like the cubes that you put the little pegs in. And I'm like, well, that would be an even worse nickname than night light. <laughs> light bright is just slightly more lame. Hey, well, I are really cool. No, but it's the worst superhero nickname. I never played with that right. Light brights, like... <laughs> I never even plugged it in. I just had fun putting the pegs out. <laughs> you can tear up your fingernails trying to take those pegs out if you had the really stubborn ones. Or Legos. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So she eventually finds the train station, and then she gets attacked by the Red Dagger guy. And then we go into the Red Dagger, what, Sanctum? <laughs> what is... Underground Railroad. Underground Railroad. The League of Extra... No, not the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> I thought you were going to say extremists for a second. The like, League oh, of no. Red Daggery. Daggeries. <laughs> Kamala's a little too quick to trust people. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, she made the right choice. That time. Well, I mean, he did say, come with me if you want to live, so... Oh, because that's... Not you can trust somebody before. if they say that, right? Terminator. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that situation worked out okay, too, but that's just a... I'm sorry, it that would not, not make me want to... <laughs> yeah, based off of rules from the first movie, it very much could have not been a yeah. good thing. I, I don't know if there's ever been a more sp suspenseful scene in a movie than in Terminator 2 when he's running down the hallway and then you see like the original Terminator, the T-1000 like walk, or not the T-1000, I'm sorry that was the polymimetic alloy one when you're seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator, he's walking up and then he has like the gun in the box and then like he drops the box or whatever with the roses in that and he's like, get down and then you realize he's his friend that used to scare the crap out of me as a kid, now it, that scene takes like 5 seconds literally changed so many pairs of pants Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Are you chasing it. me in the yard? Oh, you've never seen Terminator 2? <laughs> I've never seen any of the Terminator Oh, movies. it's the only good one. Oh, we can change that. <laughs> I we could make her all. leave, and then we could say hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Why? Oh, uh, but then you'd lose all my notes, too, so... Yeah, then we wouldn't have anything to talk about. <laughs> Jonah doesn't take them. I, I do. Got, like, nothing down. I do take them. It's all up here. You just... You just pointed to your neck. That's not my neck. It's all up here. <laughs> right in the goiter. Hmm. Is it because of my... No, it's, it's, it's fun playing off of that there's an audio medium. So, like, when you say it's all right... When you do anything that involves visually seeing you, I get to go... Now, what... 
what Jonah is pointing to his nipples right now. Like it's, I get to say whatever when I say, want. Well, when you say he's pointing at his neck, because I just got my fresh haircut and I'm pretty clean shaven for the most part. I thought you were saying it all just connects now. <laughs> it's all one. It's all a neck. <laughs> That's, it. That's why. I just got a thumb thumb over here. Oh, like floops, oh. floops. Oh. <laughs> My friends used to say that in high school. Oh. They used to hold up their thumb and they'd be like, yep, it's Jonah. <laughs> I wish I was kidding, but that followed me from freshman year to senior year. Oh, I'm the sorry entire to so band much trauma. did it. Jonah, you are thumb buddy. <laughs> I don't even know what that means still. They just said he, boy, it looks like a thumb. <laughs> So I love Way to be the, opposable. I, I love the the fancy map that the red daggers have. Yes. Like we see a thousand different kinds of maps in all of Marvel. Like everybody's got their own. And you know, this this was that was a really cool rendition of it. Um Kamala needs to like calm down with the whole puberty thing because like every guy that looks at her she's like looking at all dreamy oh, yeah. except for bruno which actually cares about her she's just catching wild boy here there's four there's three now there was chemo which was the long-haired dude at the bonfire she like i thought that was her cousin chemo sabe run no i think yeah. she, i thought he was one of the red daggers no that was her cousin so the looks that she was giving him were just like a, those are just cousin looks you know. <laughs> you, you know when you make dreamy eyes at your cousin. Hashtag Bama. I was just about to say, you are from the South. You're just like, no, those are cousin looks. Ew, <laughs> you know what those looks are. are. Right, who are you? What does that mean? I didn't. What? what? are you looking at me for? Brother looks. Nothing. If you know what I mean. We'll talk about it later. I mean, I could be because wrong. It is weird be. that everybody... I don't know. I didn't... But I don't... I didn't. The only reason why I say that is because when she comes home, her mom is like, oh, how is hanging out with your cousins? That's the only reason why I yeah, say that. Yeah, but are is she talking about the two cousins that she didn't know ditched her on the street? Because... Uh, or is... Is Kimo the Red Dagger guy? I thought he was the Red Dagger dude. So that would but only with be his... two people that she's catching feels for. Not oh, I thought he was a third Red Dagger dude, but yeah, he could be the same. Man, I should have paid better attention. Either way, so there's the Red Dagger dude. There's Cameron, which is in was in like jail, and she's just like, eh, forget about him. <laughs> forget about Bruno. This is the new one. So it's very the like chosen one. Also, they make fun of his name being like mincemeat or whatever. Ah, so our. Googler pointed out that the Red Dagger's name is Kareem, so yes. Oh, but his friends call him Chemo. Yeah. That's why I thought they were two different people. So, anyway, uh, they're like, Haha, your name means mince meat, and I'm like, mm, in America, Chemo's a much sadder name, that because they were making fun of Kamala's name. Do you remember your bachelor Sloth party, Noah? What about it? Do you remember when we went on the float and then we came upon that scene where there was just feathers everywhere and then we were talking about how the duck had chemo and I said I hope he has Aflac and then you said that I win. <laughs> okay, so what you don't know about uh, Noah's bachelor party is that is nothing like a standard bachelor party. So feathers at this bachelor party do not mean the same thing as like feathers at a, another 
Back oh yeah, all who are out in nature. <laughs> With a bunch of guys. In man's country. Was this while you were ca- canoeing, kayaking? This was like shortly before Xander flipped us. Because <laughs> there was a branch hanging out in the middle of the river and he had to touch it. He <laughs> didn't have the instincts to like just Let kind go. of raise it. He just latched on like he held the grapple button and just flipped I was yelling. I, there was five seconds of me just yelling at like, Xander! 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 Well, okay. To be fair, how many movies when people are driving is their go-to to like reach up Grab the closest branch and like shoop, you just get out of whatever vehicle you're riding. I got stamped that day because he like brought us into the foliage and we flipped and then I flipped onto a different branch or whatever and it stabbed me and not through obviously, but I did get cut. Did you die? No, but it could have been way worse. I love Xander. We all love Xander. Xander, if you listen to this, we love you. I forgive you. Hey, it was one of the funniest memories I had from the bachelor party, so... So anyway... (laughs) Back to the episode at hand. (laughs) Meanwhile, back at the episode! So, the clandestines attack while she is hanging out with the Red Daggers. And she does this, like, power kick thing against the van... And she builds oh. a ramp and protects the baby, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I was going to write in my notes, she didn't even use any of her powers during, like, they're getting chased, and she doesn't put up any walls or anything. Like, if she puts up one wall, that van's stopping, like, immediately. So I was, like, upset that she wasn't doing anything, and then she did something, so... Yeah, it was probably one of those instances where... You know, she's only had superpowers for a little while, and so she forgets that she has superpowers until somebody goes, hey, you should probably use your superpowers, by the way, (laughs) to help us out. Once again, if I had superpowers, I would never forget that I had superpowers. Maybe you would. I would probably... I don't know. I just never really focused on having superpowers as a child. I was more I was more obsessed with like I'm gonna get that T V remote to float over to me with the force. Like, yes. I can't tell you how many hours I probably wasted. Like I know it's there. It's right there. And it just needs to come like five feet this way. I'm glad I'm not the only crazy one because I used to like I'd make sure no one was around because obviously you don't have powers if people are looking. Right. But, like, it's, I, I would, same with the remote, especially, because it's, like, there, and it's like, okay, that's something small. Let's start with something small. I should be able to move the remote as long as nobody's around. <coughs> and it's like when, uh, when cats or dogs wink at you when you're home alone, and you're like, oh, shoot. They know. They know. Can they talk to me? Can I talk to them? Like, are they trying to signal, like, we're cool, you can talk to me? And then you start talking to them, and they just go, meow. Yeah, that's exactly how that goes down every time. I think the only dream, like, I've only had a few dreams in my life where they became, like, lucid dreams, and I had, because, you know, normally as soon as you figure out that it's a dream, you start to wake up. 
the only ones where I've been able to stay in the dream were dreams where I could use the force. And I was like floating around and stuff. And like Princess Leia. I was so amused just sitting there flipping a light switch on and off with it just because I could do it. I probably did it a hundred times in the dream. Just on off. On off. You wasted valuable dream time flicking a light switch. I was practicing. I had... You have to get better somehow. <laughs> I didn't have good experiences with dreams growing up. I had dreams <laughs> where... I wanted to open a restaurant, and that never happened. <laughs> You're I, still young. You still I don't like cooking, time. so that kind of makes sense, but still. Um, no, I... My worst dream I think I ever had was probably... My parents had sent me away to summer camp. Okay, now Phineas and Ferb did a whole episode on this, and the episode will make me cry to this day because it reminds me of how terrible my dream was but my parents sent me to the summer camp and they told my parents that i died on the way there like the bus had crashed and it was like a work camp and like from the time i was like four years old until i was 20 i was just in this work camp i eventually escaped and i had a really big beard i remember i looked like my dad and then we come home, and my sister's graduating, and I'm trying to walk up and hug her and congratulate her, and my brother and my dad both tackled me to the ground. It was like, do not touch her. We don't know you. And I was like, guys, it's me. And then I wake up. So for the first 20 seconds of that story, I forgot that you were explaining a dream. <laughs> so I was like... So from ages to four, or from four to 20, I was at a work camp. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, I was right... Yes. It was before that. No, when you were saying, like, I went to camp, and the camp counselors or whatever called my parents and said that I died in a bus. Like, that could have been a mishap somewhere along the line. So I was like, man, that's pretty messed up. So. Sorry, back to Marvel things. (laughs) (laughs) Marvel things. Yeah, that got depressing real quick. Yeah, so, um, do you want to take it to a more depressing (laughs) level? I mean, I guess. Oh. Same. Well, the mom is the mom is cleaning the grandma's house to avoid talking about the real problems, but they finally talk it out a little bit. There's at least an open door there, so there might be some healing that we get to see between the mom and the grandma. Aww. Aww. So far, the grandma's yeah. like my favorite part of the whole series. She's great. Uh, can we touch on the fact that the grandma like kind of won some of the the mom's love back? by leaving the toffee containers that she was upset about around because it gave her a chance to say why she had them. Yeah. That was pretty nice. It's like, well, I leave these everywhere because I love you, basically. <laughs> oh, like, they reminded them of her? Yeah. She oh, was, I missed that. She was, uh, like, keeping them on hand in case the daughter ever came back, and she never did, and she said she'd always end up eating them, but she'd just keep more on hand in case she ever came back so she could have some when she got them. <laughs> I'm getting diabetes for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, honey. <laughs> Sounds like, my, can you rub my leg? <laughs> my 600-pound leg. <laughs> All the sisters on that. You don't know how it is, Amy. <laughs> oh, seriously, I've never seen it, but I just know the title. <laughs> that was a real Jonah move. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just thoroughly explaining something? Her making a reference that she didn't know about and then going, oh, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, sorry. And then you get excited for a second because you're like, oh, we can connect on this thing. And it's like, no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> no, Jonah, shut up, shut up, shut up. Okay. False connection. So we, um, we see that the mom, Kamala's mom, 
They move to America because she is ashamed of all of these stories that the grandma is telling. Um, and this is like them, those, those theories, those stories could be true. The mom just thinks that they're theories, stories, but do you think we'll find out that they are actual, that the, that those theories that she once believed were, or, you know, those stories that she told are actually upon history? Learn, I, upon learning what partition was as of tonight, I don't think it actually happened. That's how we now have India and Pakistan. It used to just be one. Yeah. yeah. So it, it did happen. There's two countries now. Hashtag history lesson. I'm not good with geography. Not really. No. Not really. No. Our, speaking of which, our friend that we talked about during Moon Knight that has DID um, also believes that if you ha- if he hasn't been to a place that it doesn't exist. So he's, he thinks China's not real altogether, which brings us back to you, what you just said. You know. That the partition is not real. I could almost kind of be in agreement with him on that. It's not real to me. Well, we have a lot to talk about. We have to have a, a uh, what is that called? Well, I've only flown. Intervention. I've Intervention. Only, I've only flown to South Carolina. I don't know that anything in between so exists. just Michigan and South Carolina exists. I was in the middle of the plane. I think <laughs> out the window. And that would be a great, a great movie <laughs> of like, it's like the Truman Show where it's, every time I go on a plane, everybody, it's the same airport. And, like, everybody just, like, swaps actors or puts on different outfits and just starts, you know... That movie is so unsettling to watch. I really liked it. It Yeah, it was a good movie. It's just, like, that would would drive me insane if I found out that that's what was going on in my life. I hadn't watched The Truman Show before Grace showed it to me. And I, I was missing something because I love Jim Carrey and I hadn't seen... Like, a serious Jim Carrey role, I want to say? Number 23. You I haven't seen watch. that. You should. But, anyway, back to Miss Marvel. Anyway. I just I just wanted to say... Hannah's a Jim Carrey nut. Yeah. Hannah has every single movie with Jim Carrey in it, except maybe two. She's one of our other listeners out there. So. What? Shout out to At Hannah. Bam, 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 living in... And I'm not going to name off the <laughs> 427 <laughs> East Pine Street. Phone number. <laughs> Social security number. <laughs> Grace is just trying Grace to is like, the real life back. I'm glad I'm only on. Come on, I'm guys. We mis- got a baby that needs to go to bed. Okay. Oh, we're ahead of schedule. We're ahead of schedule. We are ahead of schedule. We're doing great. But we're also almost an hour into recording. <clears throat> yeah, for two episodes. Yes, we're doing great. Which is great. And we're almost to the end of the episode. I realize now that my notes are out of order. Alabama. Alabama. Um. So, the uh, the whole mom grandma cleaning to avoid problems happens for the clandestine attack that we just talked about, or that we talked about, where we actually got to see Kamala use some of her powers, um, where they totally like killed. Uh, well, I don't know if they're actually dead though, because we did see in episode three in the flashback we saw like the entire temple fall on all of those clandestines. Um, and they are there then. 
So I don't know if they're actually dead dead or if we'll see them come back. But we saw them kill like like three of those clandestines, at least, in that whole attack scene. Yeah, uh, so for just getting her powers and obviously having no knowledge of fighting, uh, Miss Marvel gets very, very lucky as far as just happening to dodge a punch or, you know, being just far enough away to not get hit by stuff. Yes, oh, yeah. Yes. How emasculating for the re- for the Red Dagger, uh, Kareem, like, when he first meets her, he's a trained assassin, and she has used her powers a couple times and is a regular girl, like, hasn't even taken a karate class. And she, like, he's throwing daggers and stuff, and she's just, like... Kicking his butt, pretty that, much. That's your um, that's your criteria for somebody being a normal person. If they've taken a karate class, then they're not normal anymore. No! <laughs> pretty much, yep. <laughs> She's a good girl. <laughs> Took karate. <laughs> She's incredible. Loves Muhammad. Oh, okay. In Pakistan, <laughs> too. <laughs> so, she can... Or so offensive. <laughs> no, that was true. So Kamala can catch knives, but she cannot throw them. That goes back to, like, the whole, you know, she can fight, but she can't fight. I would say I'm the exact opposite. I can throw knives. I can't catch them. <laughs> well, she can catch them. Yeah, I would say the catching is more impressive for me. She, really. she has fancy no. light mitts that she uses to catch, <laughs> catch the dagger with. I can't think of what other Marvel movie that reminds me of, of, like, a bad guy doing something really cool and then like the good guy that doesn't know anything is like aha and like it just it actually reminds me more of something that would happen on Chuck yeah it really oh does. that does too wow yes I feel like I've Johnny English I feel like I've seen those are both really good those are really examples good movies, yeah oh my goodness get star so, with I'll have to tell you guys. Steve Carell. Man vs. B. You guys should watch that. Anyway. Man vs. B. Man vs. B. It's on Netflix. It's uh, Rowan Atkinson, which is Johnny English, slash Zazu. Slash Mr. Bean. Slash Mr. Bean. And those are his three things that he's done in his whole life. Um, so like, didn't he get like a master's in like electrical engineering or something? I have no idea. I thought I thought somebody said that it was like he he was like really he is really smart but you find that out a lot about like really funny comedians is like they went to school did like incredible things education wise and they're like nah I don't Larry the Cable Guy I get so much more attention if I'm ridiculous yeah Larry the Cable Guy is like one of those he's got he high he can turn the accent on and off on command yeah. I don't well, know if I want to hear him. Can. But, but, like, he exaggerates the accent on purpose as part of his shtick. You know, just because we're southern... Never in my life have I ever asked for a tub of lard from a tub of lard. Just because <laughs> we're southern doesn't mean we're uneducated, okay? I'll never forget the time I walked into my son's room and I heard him saying, I like Jesus. Do you like Jesus? And I'm like, oh, my, my, my baby son, he's talking to my little daughter about Jesus. And I found out, no, he's talking about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's still my favorite joke he ever did. Um, so the very end, do you guys have anything about, like, beginning or middle of episode four? Because I'm, like, wrapping up on my notes for episode four here. No. I already got roasted for not taking them, even though they're in my head. So I don't... 
Um, I mean, I just... I wrote down some background information about the Red Daggers that they've been protecting <laughs> from the unseen world for over a hundred years. A hundred years? A hundred years! Um, I have died every day. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? Or ask the grinning wolf why he grins? <laughs> it only is going to sound partially bad because I was tired while I was doing it. If I would have been well rested, that would have been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it sounded just like Pocahontas. Well, we'll see. It records better than it sounds. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. Um, let's see. Another quick little note that I have in here is the American can't take the heat from the spicy food. Like the whole stereotypical, oh, yeah. like. Mayo. No, Indian food, Pakistan food is like super spicy. She's from from that lineage, and she it's she didn't inherit she didn't inherit those taste buds. Back to Miss Arvel, Miss Miss Arvel, Miss <laughs> <laughs> Orville Redenbacher. Um, that's a name I've not heard in a long time. <laughs> He was a good friend. It's Ben Kenobi. <laughs> the Jedi needs a piece in the older Um. So the whole, okay, the very ending of episode four, I am more confused than I was at during Moon Knight. Like, Night Moon. is it time travel? Is she just having a vision? Can the people around her see her? Can Is she just doing one of those, like, uh, look at the past things and nobody can see her, like, I'm so confused because she's climbing. She's physically climbing on things in that scene of of the train during the partition. Like, I, I'm. Can she? If I mean, can she affect her world? Yeah. Yeah. If it was time travel, she'd actually be able to go back and change things. But I can't tell if she's just visiting. Like, I mean, there's no instruction manual that says, "Well, if the bracelets are stabbed." Yeah, so she ends up there because the bracelet is stabbed. So that makes me wonder if it ties, everything ties together in a nice neat bow, where like she's she is going to be this the trail of stars that leads her grandmother back to her father, or if she is going to like be able to rescue her great grandmother. Like these are the kinds of questions I have. The Trail of Stars is what the grandmother says she followed to find her dad. Which is what her powers kind of look like. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so it's almost like the grandmother walked through a portal and somehow ended up by her dad. But she said it came from the grandfather, I think. Like, she followed the Trail of Stars from... uh, like, her great-grandmother followed the trail of stars that her husband or whatever made hmm. as a trail. I thought, anyway. I, I don't know. I don't know. I must have missed that. I don't know if that's, like... It's kind of reminiscent of uh, Star-Lord's mom saying something about... Uh, I don't remember what line in the series gets said, but about her grandfather being a man in the stars or a man, you know, uh, oh. gets alluded to something about him being a spaceman hmm. of sorts. And it reminded me of Star-Lord's mom saying your, your father was a, my spaceman, my 
whatever she says. Does anybody know what I'm talking about or no? Yes. Anyway, and that wound up being ego, evil planet, blah, 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 blah. So... When you're saying ego, I just picture it's on ego from Ratatouille. <laughs> yes, that would be a totally different <laughs> yep. movie. That it's is Star Lord's dad. It's he canon. Anton Ego. It's canon. I'll take your heart, roasted in spit. <laughs> if I something didn't like that. Love it. I don't swallow. swallow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man>. What? <laughs> That's <Sorry>. hot. <laughs> So, do you think we are going to have a whole episode stuck in, was it the 1940s, late 1940s, 1950s, whatever? Um, like, we had a whole episode of Moon Knight where he was just, like, in that Oh, uh, like the Asylum? Yeah, thing? like the Asylum episode. It's possible. Or do you think she will get out of their, you know, do you think it will just be, like you said, a flashback sort of thing, and she will just be right back next to her grandma in real time? Are we just analyzing that there's going to be a pattern with all Marvel shows now? It's going to be antagonist, not antagonist, protagonist, travels, goes somewhere else, spends one episode in an area that, you know, we're not familiar with, the end. I don't think we have enough time in two more episodes because there's still a lot, I think. Like, they're going to have to set everything up for a finale episode because, you know, the last episode's going to have some kind of a cliffhanger that makes you (laughs) desperately need to watch the finale. I don't don't think we could get that if we spent too much time, you know, back in time or whatever. (laughs) Right. But I feel like in Moon Knight, it was that second to last episode where he was in in the uh, afterlife or whatever in that in-between state. So you guys already went through the exact same thing that went through my head was, no, we don't have enough time to spend a whole episode in a flashback but we thought the exact same thing with Moon Knight and they still did it and wound up wrapping everything up in a little bow. But I think right now we have just so many things, like the, the series has gotten very convoluted. We've got genies. We've got the past with her grandparents. We've got so much. I don't know if she's going to meet Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel in this or if that's going to be just for the future movie coming out. But there's there's a lot to happen. She's got the whole Bruno situation. Yeah, but I feel like all of those situations can be wrapped up in a couple succinct five-second like clips here and there like I feel like those sorts of loose ends can be wrapped up real quick um and we have like I feel like right now I'm at the same point where I was at Moon Knight where I have a lot more questions than answers questions that could be answered with a flashback like this, you know, getting stuck in the 1947s or whatever it is for an entire... There's 1947s. Yeah, there is. <laughs> we know that the multiverse exists, so, yes. Um, so Checks yeah. out. <laughs> Doctor Strange. 1947 part one, 1947 part two. This is the 1947s where the Germans win, which is one of the scenes in... Wolfenstein. 
No, where... <laughs> this uh, whole thing in Wolfenstein, why'd you just argue with me? When Doctor Strange falls through the multiverse, there's a universe that you see for a split second. That's when Hydra has taken over the world. So it is if the Nazis won in that universe. Anyway, unimportant. No, um, not unimportant. I didn't catch up. So I thought, I thought it was cool that we randomly came back to that. So I am done with my notes on episode four. Um, how are y'all doing? Nothing. I, nothing? Am, I am officially tapped out, good sir. Tapped out? Do right we on. have anything from our Facebook group? Yeah, time for the know? plug section that I love. What's Gibby thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, so not really. Okay. I mean, I didn't. They have one that I says, throw. I hate you, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. I mean, we've got... Underscore, underscore, underscore. We've got more listeners, so we thank the new people that have been uh, coming over, either via our Facebook groups or the our Facebook affiliate groups. I think you meant via, but it's okay. What did I say? Via. I usually say via. That's really <laughs> weird. It's okay. Don't, don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not so good with the enunciating. No, no, not really. Was that enunciating or pronunciating? Pronouns. It is pronunciating. Anyway, um, so our affiliated group changed their name, I think, for some kind of legal reasons or something. Maybe not legal reasons, but there was some... Jared from Subway. I got it. No big deal. There's some reason. Um, so we would like to thank our friends at Mediaverse Plus. Uh, give them a follow. Um, lots of good, positive Marvel uh, feedback. You can ask questions. There's funny memes. A lot of good. Um, they came up with Marvel Day, so like there's May the Fourth for May the Fourth be with you, Revenge of the Fifth, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So they had uh, June sixteenth was six one six, which is like the main Marvel universe. So June 16th was Marvel Day, and that's kind of something that I think they came up with, that they were making it... They, they made it a thing. So um, we'd like to thank them for supporting us. Give them a follow. Give our page a follow at uh, A Marvelous Podcast on Facebook and A Marvelous Group. Um, please share this with all of your... Marvel friends that could possibly be interested in podcasts, make sure to Hulk smash that subscribe button as Noah has mimed me in many episodes. I actually did remember this time, but I'm it. Uh, it's I did it for comedic effect. It's perfect. Um, <laughs> one day I'm gonna put a camera up there and see if you guys realize it. One day. How are you gonna put a camera up in my house without my notice? You got. Sometimes I sneak up here for a sec. I did today. Please, please, if you haven't yet, please give us a rating on Facebook. Doesn't have to be five stars. Be we're not on Facebook. Why did I say that? But you can't rate on Facebook. Uh, please give us a rating on Apple Podcast wherever you listen. I know. I thought at one point. I had said, rate us on Spotify. Apparently, Spotify, you can just follow or like. You can't give oh, ratings. So, uh, same with Amazon Music, I believe. Yeah, so like, however you can like leave a review. If you message our Facebook page, 
we'll, we can get back to you or read some theories or thoughts you had um, on the show. What was the other thing? Uh, our email is marvelus.cast at gmail.com. You can email us. Uh, there's a link in the description to send us in a voice message that we can play on the show. Um, we'd like to hear your guys' feedback, and thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hello.